All we do is win big. All right, we're back win with another big. edition of Lang and the Gang, and the gang is back. You didn't get uh, excommunicated this time. Not this time, not yet. You're back because you're the gang, because, uh, well, you're the only one who would be here today. Finish on the Strong 2015. <laughs> uh, we're here at Strong's. It is that time of the year to eat a lot, and that means... Strawn's pie is probably flying out the doors <laughs> as we speak right now. I've stayed. I, I've done well, Kevin. This was my, this was my year to get through football season, losing weight, not gaining weight for the first time ever. I'm doing all right. You, you, That's football impressive. Football season treating you well? Yeah, you, it is. Right? It's a lot of pizza on Sundays and pizza and like wings on Saturdays. So it's treating me really well. Well, I still got two <laughs> weeks to go. So Kevin Connolly from the Times, Roy Lang here, Douglas Collier, the man behind the magic. Uh, we'll talk about. Bowls, Independence Bowl, since we came to you, the Independence Bowl matchup was announced. Virginia Tech and Tulsa. Um, could be a high-scoring affair if Tulsa has its way and maybe a defensive battle if, if Virginia Tech wants its way. But clearly the number one storyline is the swan song of Frank Beamer. Yeah, they were in town on, uh, on Monday to kind of uh, talk with some of the local media and meet some of the people involved in the eyeball. And, and you know, he seemed like a guy who was, you know, going to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. it, it. Whatever happened, you know, He's, you know, he knows he's done. The players know he's done. So it, it, this is kind of a time for him to enjoy it. And I think, um, at least I, th I know the people at Shreveport hope that um, Virginia Tech fans show up and, and kind of support them. And I'm sure they will be, you know, j right there with them. Louisiana Te Tech helps kick off the bowl season Saturday in New Orleans against Arkansas State. LSU will play on the 29th against Texas Tech in Houston. Of course, Dallas will host one of the semifinals. Uh, Alabama will be over there against Michigan State. Correct. Uh, and then the other one would be Clemson and Oklahoma. I didn't get my Oklahoma-Alabama matchup that I wanted in Dallas, but might be able to see it in Phoenix, I guess. I if, think that's if kind of, survive. if you're, you know, if you trust Vegas, th that's the matchup that they're expecting. Both right. Oklahoma and Alabama are, are favored. And I think those are the two best teams. So, I mean, that doesn't always, you know, work out, but I think, it, you know, th that would be the most right. ideal matchup. Something that hasn't changed, the Cowboys and Saints still have major issues uh, and the, the very different issues. The, the Saints, one problem they don't have is that quarterback, and the Dallas Cowboys problem they definitely have is that quarterback. We'll talk about that. I'll get your experience. The first time in New Orleans covering the state championships. Correct. We'll get uh, your experience on and off the field and w what time did you roll in uh the the night you went out on bourbon street and then what's going on today what's the big news around the united states today thursday i don't know it's thursday night football no what's bigger than thursday night football <laughs> to some people come on maybe it isn't to you either i don't know star wars oh no Really? No. Oh, man, we're going to talk about this. This yeah, is going to be fun. We will get into this that. This will be fun. Lang and the Gang brought to you by Chevy Land. Big thanks to Bubba Winningham and the people over there. Be right back right after this. Chevy Land proudly recognizes all of you that work so hard to give something back to our community. You are truly a champion, and Chevy Land says thanks. Chevy Land, you know it by the feeling. All we do is win big. All right, we're going to lead big. off with this uh, since, since we just win ended it in the, the opening segment. But Star Wars premieres tonight. Uh, what's it, I don't even know. What, what's the movie called? I don't even know what it the is. The Force Returns or Awakens or something. Force I, Awakens? Is I think that, it's is the, that what it is? Like the, yeah. Um, so you're not a Star Wars guy? No, I, I can honestly say I've never seen. This is the seventh, I think. Or seventh. I've never seen any of them from start to finish complete. 
I think I've seen bits and pieces of some of the earlier ones, but do you I remember like no? I, I do you remember I, anything? It was probably at like a friend's house where they you know had it on. I, I, so you never dressed up as Darth Vader no. for Halloween or the storylines never intrigued me. I, I, I I'm not even sure what the storylines were. I, I've I've seen the yeah I've seen the free, well yeah good versus evil. I've seen the the first one. I know I've seen. I don't remember the second one. I don't remember. I just remember the first one. The but I just here's the crazy thing. So I was talking with Dave Foster, who listened to this show, by the way, all the time, uh, and I was talking about, you know, how, how's Darth Vader doing? What's he in this in this new? And he's like, Darth Vader's dead, man. And I was like, <laughs> he's like, they killed him in the second one or third one, and I was like, okay, they killed Jason, and he did thirteen or eighteen Friday the Thirteenth movies. You can't bring back Darth Vader. I don't know. I, the preview for this one, I mean, it looks good. Like, it, you know, visually, it looks pretty cool. <laughs> right. But I just, I, I'm not going to because I would have no idea what was going Are on. Are any of the original cast members in this one? Who, who? Harrison Ford? I think they, yeah. Luke Skywalker. Wait, Mark Hamill? Uh, uh, Carrie Fisher's in this? Princess Leia still can't be hot. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way. They don't call. Oh, she's not a princess anymore. She's the General Lee, <laughs> General Leah, Leah, General Leah. Doug, Does Doug she drive a ch Dodge Charger? Does she? Tra Does I, <laughs> I bet there will be like you know sponsorship thrown in there. You know, get in her <laughs> in her uh, car. But seriously, like I, I, I am. I, I know Darth Vader. I know Luke. I know Chewbacca. I love Chewbacca. I just actually saw a funny tweet. He's still alive. No, but Chew. Yeah, yeah, he's dead. But Chewbacca's still around. I, f I saw one tweet that said, here's a Star Wars spoiler. Chewbacca ate dark chocolate and had to go to the vet. <laughs> I was like, gee, that's so stupid. Are you going to go? No, I'm not going. I'm not, I haven't seen one since 30 years ago. I don't know. Yeah, so we're, yeah, we're probably the, the two people who, <laughs> who are Listen, butchering the storylines and everything about Star Wars. I can't so. believe that Princess Leia, or sorry, General Leia, is still uh, like wow, crazy. Have you seen them all, Doug? And apparently, the the funny thing is, <laughs> I saw if you like people who haven't who wanted to lead up to this movie. If you wanted to watch the old movies, you went like two, six, five, yeah, they four. Don't, they don't, you don't even have order. to watch one. Apparently, one has nothing to do with anything. I don't know, what? but don't don't tweet me spoilers in case I do decide. Bring back Darth. You haven't. You don't even know the storyline. So I know, it? but if I do, what are you going to go watch? It. Who knows? Uh, bring back Darth Vader for crying out loud, man! Really, Darth Vader. People don't dress up as who is Mark Hamill, Han Solo. I mean, uh, Harrison Ford, Han Solo. No one dresses up as Han Solo for Halloween. They dress up as Darth Vader. Bring him back. It's tonight. It premieres tonight, Today, right? Today, tonight. Yeah. I bet that would be pretty. It's going going to the movie theater. Yeah. Seeing see people, who people who dress dressed up. up. I don't even know who the is. C three PO still around? R two D two. We could shoot a video where we're like on the scene, kind of like seeing what you know. We would probably have no idea what to ask. Is R two D two this one or is that C three PO? He's the R two D two is the he's the, the R two D two is the right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, clearly we We're are the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> is I it this one or is it this I one? <laughs> I will be <laughs> is it this one? <laughs> I will be watching, sadly, the NFL game tonight is the Rams and the Bucks. Yeah, po yeah possibly That's the last game in, <laughs> possibly in the St. Last Louis. Game I, will be I will probably be the only person on earth choosing to watch that terrible football game. The two game of us will be. Maybe. Because I still have five fantasy teams left. 
five. I, I still have five alive. I have the one with in my uh, in my in my big league. I, I'm. Sorry, I had a first round by Eli took you out, man. Oh, that was a, I had a horrible league. week in the oh. in the work league. I think I only scored like sixty eight points. And then points. Eli scores thirty to take you out. And what kills me is I think I left like twenty nine points on the bench with B Blake Bortles. Oh, ooh, yeah, they scored fifty. Yeah, fifty one on on Indy. All right, Star Wars talk out of the way. When we come back, we'll talk about football. Football. Something we we know a thing or two about. Darth Vader is still dead. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Lang and the Gang, brought to you by Chevy Land, back after this. Chevy Land proudly recognizes all of you that work so hard to give something back to our community. You are truly a champion, and Chevy Land says thanks. Chevy Land, you know it by the feeling. All we do is win big. Back here on Lang and the Gang, brought to you by Chevy Land and the wonderful folks over there like Bubba Winningham. Um, coming up next week, we're going to have a bowl-only Independence Bowl LSU show, and we might have similar clothing on, just as a, just as a warning for the people next week. Uh, we do wash our clothes, um, but I just predict that next Thursday we'll, we'll probably be on the same rotation of clothes. Yeah, probably. So, and, and the weather will probably be about the same outside. So Hopefully my hair will look just sure. as good. Yeah. <laughs> But we'll, we'll get into Independence Bowl a little bit. Your initial thoughts on uh, on the matchup from a – because I think it, this this thing is such a different matchup from a outsider scale, and then uh, will this get people to go to the gates scale? What are your What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I've been doing a lot of, you know talking to a lot of different people, and I'm working on a, on a story for Sunday about you know where the uh, the state of the eyeball basically, and and I think. You know, from a from a storyline in terms of teams, it's it's not what it used to be, but I think it's as good as it you know could have been this year. Right. I, I think the Frank Beamer and Virginia Tech coming back to where it all started is about as good of a storyline um, as you can have for for the the possibilities that were being thrown out there. Right. I mean, you know, NC State didn't excite right. me. If Duke uh, would have come Duke, here, I mean, you would have had Cutcliffe. Right. Been Washington, Kentucky. Right. You know, none of the. I think Virginia Tech, you know, is a pretty good storyline. And Tulsa is a pretty, you know, unknown at this point. Uh, I, I know that their head coach is, you know, the former Baylor offensive coordinator. But in terms of, you know, that, I think it's fairly good. Now, if that translates into, you know, butts and seats, yeah. I don't know. Like, like we said at the start of the show, I, I think Virginia Tech, they have a fairly passionate fan base, and I think they'll want to show up and show up. Right. But I was talking to the, the Tulsa um, SID on Monday, and he was saying, you know, he's talked to so many people who are like, you know, we're glad we're back on a bowl and we'd love to come, but cr the day after Christmas is so yeah, hard because people is. already have plans, and right. it's it's, it's just not ideal. It's a tough date, uh, so I, I'm not sure. I mean, you're really going to want to have Christmas in Shreveport if you're an out-of-towner and want to come to this game. Now, Tulsa's only six hours, so you could conceivably get up the day after Christmas, but... That'd be tough. Yeah, many, with a fourth... Yeah, yeah, yeah with a know, fourth... four o'clock... So what do you? I think six. What is Tulsa? About six hours. Yeah, I think. I think so. So I mean, it's it's you can do it, but it's a it's a tough drive. But here's the thing, I, and and I'm not, I don't think the Tulsa angle is going to get people in the seats. I'm not even sure how much Frank Beamer, like if you're just Joe Shreveport resident and weren't going right. to the game, and weren't supporting the game, like I'm not sure how much that's going to drive you there. Although you should want to support the game no matter what. But however. I, this, this Tulsa angle is really interesting to me, and I understand they're almost a two-touchdown underdog. But Tulsa is basically in the or, or 
the head coach, Philip Montgomery, is basically in the same place Frank Beamer was when he came to Shreveport the first time. First bowl game in a while for Virginia Tech then. He's trying to build a reputation, a foundation, some confidence in the program. Tulsa hasn't been to a bowl game in a couple of years. First year coach. They won five games over the past two seasons combined, and now they're in a bowl game. So it's his first bowl game trying to sort of, you know, give a little respect to that to that uh, program. And I understand back in the 90s, Virginia Tech had more of a name than Tulsa does now. But just insert, it's a real similar situation. Tulsa played in the first Independence Bowl. So it, there, yeah. there's a lot of firsts. But I understand that's not going to drive people to the game. But I believe it makes for an interesting storyline. And, and I think what we've noticed over the years, and, and the ratings show it, is people during bowl season, there's so many games that I think people would almost rather watch on TV. Right. Now, this happens to be the only game in this time slot on the 26th, so I'm sure people are laying around, you know, right. doing stuff around the house with the families in town. I'm sure that it'll be on TV and it'll get good ratings, at least, you know, for the, for the storylines. And if it turns out to be a good game, that could entice more people to, to turn it on, but like you said, I, I don't know if that translates to butts and seats, but, you know, it, it certainly is... It's interesting. Now, I don't think we'll look 24 years from now and, and right. Philip Montgomery will right. still be at Tulsa. Right. And they'll be back here because that that's not the, not the state of college football days. doesn't right. work like that anymore. Right. But it it is interesting that, you know, they're two pretty polar opposites in terms of coaches and in terms of styles Absolutely. of play as well. Absolutely. Um, and the first weather forecast I saw last night was 74 degrees. If it's anything like this, it's... However... 74 degrees in December, as we found out last year, can mean problems. It can mean uh, last year you weren't at the game, but there was a tornado warning during oh, the wow. game, right before the game. The, the weather was just brutal, and so when you get that kind of heat at this time of the year, it can cause some problems there. However, if it's 74 and the weather outside of the temperature is fine, there is zero excuse for this community right. to be out there because it's one thing to travel from uh, Tulsa the day after Christmas or Blacksburg, Virginia the day after Christmas, but it's travel 15 minutes to the eyeball. I know. Different story. And now you're, and you'll be on your, what, day three or four of having either your parents in town or yeah. your in-laws or yeah. the kids go are driving you crazy. It's a Just four go, everyone go game. outside, you yeah. know, go walk around the, you know, the fairgrounds and I'm sure people will be out yeah. tailgating, go to the game. You know, it's and watch you know football, especially like you said, the weather's nice. There's no excuse. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, kicking off the bowl season, Louisiana Tech mentioned it a little bit. Um, playing Arkansas State last year, they played Illinois in the heart of Dallas Bowl. Now they're going to play an Arkansas State team, which was the conference champion um, of the Sun Belt. You foresee any issue as far as Louisiana Tech getting up for this game? Uh, I, I don't know. I was looking at the, you know, for our, our spread section. I, I was looking right. at the liner. I think it's only Louisiana Tech by one or two. Right. So they're not overwhelming favorites despite playing a much uh, more difficult schedule. Um, I, I, that's always the thing with these bowl games. You know, who's, who really wants to be there? That's what we, you know, it, you can figure out who's going to win and by who really wants to be there. Mm -hmm. I think you'll know pretty early if right. Louisiana Tech wants to be there. I, I think they're definitely have more talent on the field with, with um, Dixon and, and Driscoll. And it, sure. it, so they should win, but you really never know. It, you get you get into these cities. Now, they don't have to travel very far, so it's not going to be, you know, anything like that. But you get in these situations and, you know, teams could kind of give up pretty early. And it's going to be a different atmosphere. You know, when ULL went for four years in a row, I believe it was four years in a row, they, they 
for the first couple anyway, they packed their allotment, and I just don't see tech. Tech just doesn't travel like that, and and they don't they don't even pack their own. Stadium I was gonna say like they don't that. even they don't travel well so, at home. Yeah. Uh, that'll be interesting, but you know it's a big stadium. It's an NFL stadium. Uh, the, they're going to have to overcome a, a lack of. You know, it's not going to feel like a home game, and uh, and not right. that Arkansas State I don't think is going to pack thirty thousand in there, but uh, that's certainly a fan base that you would think would be more excited to be in a. Right. And they a are conference champions. Yeah. It's, it's a good. You know, this was a good year for Tech, but it, but this is a really good year for Arkansas State. Yeah. So it'll be interesting there. Uh, quickly on LSU. Uh, playing Texas Tech. All I'm hearing about is Leonard Fournette could run for 300 because Texas Tech's run defense is terrible. But at the same time, Brandon Harris is going to, you know, you're going to see a different Brandon Harris. I mean, there's there's only so many yards and points to go around. Is Fournette going to be the guy that gets 300 or 250, or or is Harris going to throw for 300 and all of a sudden people are going to be like, hey, that's the Brandon Harris we want to see? I think it's going to be Fournette. I think they're going to go back to their, you know, bread and butter of what, you know, Got them to the you know number two was it in the country yeah. uh, you know and how can you change it in just four weeks right and and I think the other thing that kind of factors in is is Fournette you know didn't get an invite to New York he finished at what sixth I think right. we'll in the, show in, you type in, the, thing. in the Heisman ratings you know and I think you know he's gonna be like you know don't forget about me you know I still have another year here right. th- uh, next year so I think he's gonna wanna finish strong and, and kind of, you know, leave that in people's memory for, for the beginning of next year. Absolutely. Coming back after this, we're going to talk about his trip to New Orleans and wrap it up with Cowboys and Saints talk here on Lang and the Gang. Live at Strawn's, sort of live. Uh, live on video We're tape. live. We're live. <laughs> uh, brought to you by Chevy Land. Chevy Land proudly recognizes all of you that work so hard to give something back to our community. You are truly a champion, and Chevy Land says thanks. Chevy Land, you know it by the feeling. All we do is win. Back here on Lang and the Gang, brought to you by Chevy Land here at Strong's. And I had a little something to eat. I saw Doug eating breakfast. Man, that made me hungry. Uh, thinking about those pies. I got to get out of here. <laughs> so let's let's get to your trip to New Orleans. Uh, you covered. You went down there to cover Haynesville. Unfortunately, that portion of it didn't work yeah. out for the Golden Tornado. However. Best part of your New Orleans trip was? Uh, let's see. That would probably be... Doug's driving. Yeah, exactly. Doug navigating the streets of uh, downtown New Orleans when we're trying to get out of there at, what time was that? About 8.30, 9 o'clock on, on Saturday. But no, uh, Friday night, um, it was fun. We Luke and I, uh, Luke Thompson, our, you know, our, our lead uh, high school sports writer, went out. Doug was going to join us. I don't know. He didn't, Doug's too, too old. He says he's too old. But, uh, yeah, we went out Bourbon Street. I was actually there not too long ago. I guess it is almost a year now uh, for on New Year's for the for the Sugar Game, Bowl down yeah. there for Ohio State and Alabama. A little bit different vibe <laughs> yeah. then as yeah. now. Uh, a little less uh, OHIO and Roll Tide chance. But Did you get anything to eat? Good? Yeah. I, we met up with some uh, – we found some local, uh, some local people down there. And we didn't get – no, we didn't get any – we did get we did get brunch the next morning toast. at the place we stayed right off Bourbon Street, but uh, you know there was a nice pizza slice with my name on it at uh, nice. three thirty no in the Cafe morning. No Cafe Dumont or anything. I don't even know where it was, but uh, you don't know what Cafe Dumont is. No, Doug, how do you how do you not give him Cafe Dumont? Uh, you know, are you a we coffee were, uh, guy? Are you a coffee no, guy? I'm not. You're not a coffee guy. I'm not either. We were on we were on the Times budget too. You know, I don't know what's that. Times budget. I don't know what. If well, that yeah, is you can spend some of your own money too. You well, know. let's not get carried uh, away. <laughs> Yeah, that is true. I, yeah, I think I did so go to the ATM once or twice. So what time did Kevin Connolly's head hit the pillow Friday night? 
or Saturday it morning. It was after 3.30. Wow. Three, well, good job. Yeah. Look at that. Lu yeah, Luke and I got, got separated at, at the end of the night, but then we both managed to find our way back to the, to the hotel. Um, did, did Doug, Doug did I, I got a wake-up call at 9.30. I think, hey, you guys <laughs> want to go to brunch or... <laughs> I think the, I think yeah, that it was. Got in. I think it was. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. I, I was sleeping. <laughs> did did did, uh, did the Kevin Connolly game translate to New Orleans? Did I don't know. I don't no? know. I do enjoy. I do enjoy Bourbon Street. Uh, <laughs> I do enjoy the live music. I, I, I'm a right. huge live music guy. You know, country music. I don't think that's quite Luke's in the the country, country music. music. Yeah. You were. Wait a minute. There was country music. I mean, you know, as much country. I mean, there is a country bar. Down yeah. There. So um, you like country music? Yeah, you I mean, I really? spent five years in Tennessee. I would have never. Yeah, that's true. Um, I would have never picked you. But for we a went to, guy. you know, I was. I thought you were more the, like a tail. Yeah, with the dual Tianos, which he called patios. Patio Bryans. Yeah, you know, I'm now I'm like a regular there. That's like kind of like patios, the slang. Right. Yeah, patios, right? Um, wow, country. I would have definitely picked you for more of a Taylor Swift guy. I can, well, she used I to could be jam country. out to some Taylor Swift. She yeah. used to be country. All right, and, and in brief, what happened to the Golden Tornado? They got shut down offensively, and, I mean, that passing game hasn't really done well all year when it's needed to. So, I mean, and I think the, the athleticism of Kentwood, that, that quarterback, um, uh, Shane, Shane Carter. Yeah, I, that kid is yeah, he's, he, he's really good. He's he's. A little bit undersized, right. but he can throw. He can make any throw pretty much that he needs to. Um, so they, you know, and they were throwing it all over the place. And I think it was just kind of a, you know, a, 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 a snowball effect on him. Anybody that's watching this or listening, that's probably not a New Orleans rookie. But if you haven't been to New Orleans or if you haven't done a lot around Bourbon Street, Cat's Meow is my place. If you if you go to the Cat's Meow and can't have fun after being there for a half an hour or whatever, you can't have fun anywhere. It's a karaoke. Bar, I, I, guess I will say. endorse that. I was there yeah. on the on New Year's Eve last year. Or I guess it was the thirtieth or whatever. Right. We didn't make it this time. Um, we were meeting place. up with some people, but it, that place is fun. And, it, and it's you're not going to find a lot of. Tr it's a it's a place you're not going to find trouble. You know, it's just a everyone's having a good a time. Fun, right? Yeah, it's just a fun place. Yeah, so. and it is all the way on the other side. You know, if you're at Crystal's on Bourbon Street, you basically got to go to the other end of where it's populated to find Cat's Meow. But it's worth Did you get crystals on the way back? Heck That's no. a tradition. I hate crystals. That's a tradition. What? I can't. Yeah, I can't eat crystals. Even after a night on Bourbon Street? That, I got the pizza. Man, that's a rookie move there. All right, coming back after this, we're going to wrap it up with Cowboys and Saints talk here. Lang and the gang at Strawn's, brought to you by Chevy Land. Chevy Land proudly recognizes all of you that work so hard to give something back to our community. You are truly a champion, and Chevy Land says thanks. Chevy Land, you know it by the feeling. All we do is win big. Win Kevin, big, the Dallas Cowboys big. are terrible. They're so bad. Why didn't you tell me not to bet on them last week? They're terrible. Who did they play last week? The the cow or the uh, they played the Packers. Oh. I immediately regretted that bet because I'm like, they're not scoring more than seven points in this game. It's brutal. Man. They were down at the goal line, like their first drive, uh, and they threw an interception. Uh, it's brutal. Uh, and the, the, the defense is keeping them in games, uh, and they just can't win. This week, they're still mathematically alive to oh, win that only division. They're back it's with three to go. Absurd. But they're behind three teams. That's yeah. a problem. They're done. Uh, I said they were done 
four weeks ago. Well, yeah, so did I. I mean, was that the – no, that wasn't the game. I was, I was trying to remember what game I wrote the column that they're done. I mean, it's been a, a month and a half at least. But here's one thing I don't understand. So Matt Castle – and nothing against Matt Castle. He was put in a tough situation, come into a team mid-year, trying to replace a guy like Tony Romo is a tough thing. But clearly that's not working. He's not winning games for this team. No. You have Kellen Moore, who's the backup. He knows the system, been there for a few years. Cowboys have nothing to lose. Clearly you need the next guy behind Romo. Even if Romo's healthy next year, you need to have another guy because Romo is, is not very durable. Right. Why is Kellen Moore not playing for the Dallas Cowboys? I don't know. Can you, like, try and tell me. Think yeah. about Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones and Jason Garrett. Why and, and I don't want to hear. Well, he's not good because it can't get worse than it is now. Right, right. I mean, if you're not, you shouldn't be looking for wins at this point. I know you're right. like we said, you're still mathematically but eligible. You're not. But I think you should be looking for a steady someone who could provide a be a steady backup in right. for in this you know in this offense. And I mean, like you said, what Castle had his chance. Uh, we we had his chance. Yeah. I mean, these got you need a guy that can come in there and study the ship, you know, like the Steelers have had pretty right. much the whole time under under Roethlisberger. Because right. um, for a guy you know, like we said, Romo, he's gonna go down at some point. He's gonna miss whether it be a quarter here, yeah. a quarter there, a game here, a game there. You'd like it not to be the whole season because then you're just putting too much on a backup. Right. But you need to find a guy that can be serve as a backup and. They haven't found it. Yeah, they haven't. And they haven't tried Kellen Moore. And that's that's. So I'm going to the Jets game this weekend. Um, Moore, actually, I'm sort of. I think the Jets, and they're and they're in that three. The funny thing is, the best team in the AFC right now could be the Steelers, but they're not in a playoff spot. They're not because they're in a three-way tie, and right now they don't have the tiebreaker. Now there are scenarios where they the, would have the obviously right. have the tiebreaker, but the Jets are pretty. The Jets. The Chief, you look at the NFC and, and who's fighting for that second playoff compared to the AFC. The Chiefs, the Steelers, the Jets. If you get into the first round, which one of those teams would you want to see? Not, those are three really good teams. I think the Jets have the most weaknesses because I, I think their I think their defense is a little suspect at, at times. You know, it's good, but and I think the. Fitzpatrick thing, Ryan you know, Fitzpatrick, he, he's a, right. he's a good quarterback, right. but I don't see him going on like this epic playoff yeah. run. But him and him and Brandon Marshall have had, I yeah, mean, they, they've found quite a connection. Yeah, I mean, like like you said, Ivory's they're good. They're Powell's getting it done. They got good. eight wins. I do. I think the Chiefs are. I think the Chiefs' defense is very good, yeah, and they're the hottest team in the league. Yeah, for sure. so. Um, but man, that I mean, that AFC playoff picture. Some there's going to be a good team left out. There, there Whereas, is. Whereas in the well, there's also going to be a good, uh, uh, not a very good team in the and AFC to yeah. win that South. Whereas in the the NFC, there's going to be a very a, a team that's not very good win the NFC East, and then I mean you're looking at Minnesota probably is the second wild card right now, and yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not a big Minnesota no, fan either. No, no, definitely not. I think in that AFC, I think you could see both road teams win on wild card yeah. week. I mean, I think they might actually be favored, right. especially if Fanny Dalton is, is indeed right. out for the, for the season, or at least the, you know, the next and couple weeks. And I could weeks. see any one of those being the team that gets hot and winning it, too. Any yeah. team in the AFC. I mean, if, you, if, if the Patriots get Somehow Edelman back, the Patriots. if they get yeah. Edelman back, you know, right. LeGarrette Blunt's done, which yeah. is, you know, not that Belichick really relies on the running yeah. game. He, he kind of throws anyone in there. Guys, right. But, uh, yeah, the AFC is certainly going to be interesting down the stretch. And like you said, the NFC... I mean, 
uh, the NFC, the NFC very East, top heavy NFC. Yeah, the NFC East is you know no team is great, but I feel like the the Giants and the Redskins and even the Eagles now they could they couldn't beat anyone, but they could they could right. win a game. Yeah, they, that's true. <laughs> they could win a game. Um, the Seahawks are coming on. I mean, they're they're as hot as anybody in the last yeah. four games. Kansas City's been on a little longer run, but the Saints. They're still mathematically in it, but they're not gonna. They're not going to the playoffs either. Uh, hosting Detroit this week, you know that the Saints have just been sort of a roller coaster. I mean, you didn't know what to expect against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay had been playing well. You figure maybe this is the time for Tampa Bay to beat the Saints. It didn't happen. It wasn't even close. Um, the Saints sort of controlled that game and played well defensively. Now you get Detroit coming into town, a four and eight or a four and nine team, I think mm-hmm. Detroit is. So you think, well, the Saints should beat this team. Now this is a team that the Saints might lose to. Jim like, Bob Cooter. Yeah, Jim Bob Cooter Turner running the, on the I Lions. Mean, he sort of sparked Matthew Stafford, and yeah. all of a sudden Calvin Johnson is is doing Calvin Johnson things again, and it's a scary opponent for the Saints. I, I mean, how you look at what the Lions have had these last couple of years? They've had. Arguably, I mean, definitely a top three receiver in the the NFL. Definitely top five, arguably, you know, one of the best for how many years. They've had Stafford for how many years. They have nothing to show for it. Nothing. And and it's, it's, you know, at least the, you know, the Saints have that. And then defensively, they had guys like Sue and Fairley. Right. So they had... They had talent. Right. And at least the Saints have that one Super Bowl run that they can, you know, kind of hang their hat on. But... Lions fans will tell you they got screwed in Dallas last year in the playoff game because of that that late yeah. penalty. Um, yeah, know, but you know, I don't think you could have any you know in our sort of area of teams that you know people root for. I don't think you could have too any just question mark franchises oh, no. right now that you, you just because you don't even know who's going to be there next year. Right. Both. I yeah. mean, both quarterback. I mean, Romo's going to be back, but and Breeze will be back, but will Peyton be back? <sighs> Is Jason Will Garrett Jason Garrett be back? Yeah, I mean, that's, you know. All right, we're going to get to some picks here, speaking about what we don't know. Although, I, man, I am on fire in the NFL. Last week, I had a good week in the NFL last yeah, week. Yeah, last week I did well. So now I'm just setting myself up for disaster. Um, let's see. Jacksonville, favored by three against Atlanta at home. Jacksonville's just a better football team. They're, right now they are a better football that team than Atlanta. That offense is, like, fun. It, and Atlanta's... <laughs> Their, their offense is not fun anymore. They're so bad. Give me the Jacksonville Jaguars minus three. And then... Um, when was the last time the Jaguars were favored by three? I don't know. It's been years. And then you're looking at Detroit getting three against the Saints. Give me Detroit. So I'm de- I don't like to bet subpar football teams, but I'm betting... You're betting... Jacksonville. <laughs> I'm betting Jacksonville and Detroit. Well, that's kind of my role, role, too. So that's why I'm going with Kansas City. We don't even know who's starting at quarterback for Baltimore. Right. I, I don't think it's... Y- you hope it's Matt Schaub. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can- uh, no, it's, it, Kansas City's favored by seven, seven and a half. Seven and a half, I don't like as much as seven, but I would take... Uh, I think Kansas City's kind of turning it on here. Uh, Green Bay has seemed to found their running game. Aaron Rodgers isn't putting up the numbers that he is accustomed to. Right. But... Um, they're at Oakland, and they're favored by three. Oakland's a, Oakland's a weird team. Just when you think you're going to count them out, they do something like they did last week and, yep. and, uh, and come back <laughs> a, in Denver. So, But I, I, I do like Green Bay, minus three. And Kansas City, seven, the official number seven. seven so okay. we'll give you seven. And then uh, give me San Francisco, minus four and a half, hosting Cincinnati. They're giving four and a half? Cincinnati, A.J. McCarron. 
No SEC quarterback has won an NFL game since 1987. Correct. And AJ McCarron, I know it was, you know, he was thrown in on, you know, in the right. middle of a game. It's not, but he, other than throwing up a prayer to, to AJ McCarron, he looked pretty bad. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think San Francisco, they're playing a little bit. I mean, they're playing yeah, competitive they football games. So be interesting. Um, that's my you know, NFL picks. I also, since you know. Bowl game. Bowl what game. Do Who do you like? What do you got? You got a bowl Give pick Give me for us? my Vols. When are they playing? They're playing They're playing January 1st, which oh. a game I will be at. Oh, okay. So you're going to give Vols minus eight against Northwestern. At Northwest least you're not betting with your heart on this one. Right. And uh, <laughs> the, uh, the over in that game is 45. Right. Tennessee scored 45 a couple times this year. I know Northwestern's defense is good. But the last time Tennessee played a Big Ten defense that was supposedly good, right. Iowa, right. they clobbered in, in last year's bowl game. So give me both the over and Tennessee. Uh, give me the Virginia Tech over. Uh, 61 and a half, I think. Virginia Tech and Tulsa. Tulsa's going to try and uh, play some fast pace, and their defense isn't good. And I know Virginia Tech doesn't light up the scoreboard, but they will in the Independence Bowl. Yeah. So that's what I'm taking. Thanks for joining us. Speaking about the Independence Bowl, uh, next Thursday we will have a Independence Bowl slash uh, Texas Bowl with LSU and Texas Tech preview show for you. Thanks for joining us, Lang and the gang. Brought to you by Chevy Land. Thank you, Bubba Winningham. And have a Merry Christmas if we don't see you on the bowl special. It all comes together when I'm balling, hear my name calling. Stay focused, they notice you're very flinch and the cinch. And since you want to be a champion, fight the battle.